Good morning, everybody. Yes. Um, before I dismiss the kids off to Kids Church, I know Stephen had said I'd mention some more about um, our friendship, and that's what we call it, a friendship with Julianne Benzel. Um, we're not, we don't officially endorse any candidates or politicians, but we do, I, we do believe in um, developing and establishing friendships with political leaders, community leaders, government leaders. That's, I believe, what the church should be doing and should be about. Um, and if you've got questions or concerns about that, you could talk to me, and I'd be glad to discuss for hours upon hours why we are called to do that as church, as the gospel-believing salt and light of the world. But she's fantastic. She is a believer. She is a devout believer in our Lord Jesus, follower of our Lord Jesus, that has a platform that's pretty amazing. And I'd like you guys to come and meet her. That's all she wants to do is introduce herself to the Christian community of this community and lots of other pastors that are, we're, we're partnering up, if you will, to say, yes, we, we believe in the church being involved in what is happening. And, and um, you know, there's a balance. There's a balance in that because some will say to me, it's like, oh, you need to stay far away. I think that's just your opinion of what we should do. Some will say, oh, we need to get involved. So somewhere in, in between, we got to balance doing what we got to do for that. Is that right? At least that's where I, I stand. And um, I know some may disagree with that. And that's okay. You can disagree. We could talk about it. I'd, like I said, I'd love to talk about it. If you strongly disagree, then, then we'll have to talk some more. But I, 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 uh, it's, you know, just as Christians, Christians should be voting, Christians should be involved in what is happening, what is going on in our community, in our country, in our county, in our state, in, in our world. Amen? Amen. We're not, we're not in a closet. We're not in a four-walled room. Jesus said we are the salt of the earth, the light of the world. We're not to be confined to this building. Amen. Come Tuesday night. It'll be fun. You'll enjoy it. 7 o'clock right here. 7 o'clock. It's really just 7 to 8. If, it's, if it goes longer, then that's okay too. But it's, uh, it'll, be, it'll be good. You'll meet some other Christians in the community too. Some other pastors are going to be here. It'll be nice. You'll get to meet some other pastors. Just in case you're thinking of wanting to go to another church. You can... <laughs> just kidding. Come on, guys. Man, everybody, everybody is a little sleepy this morning, huh, Mike? Yeah, that's okay. I was too. Uh, Blake, where are you at? Did you, did you just run off? I know, but I said wait until the kids, but they, they already left. Oh, okay, kids, you, you're excused to go off the kids' church. They <laughs> uh, <laughs> said nobody listens to him anyway, so we just do what we want to do out here. Mm. So how are you doing this morning? It is a small group, and like you said, Stephen, it is a, it's a core group. It's, but there, there's some that are missing. I would like us to pray for, we could stop right this very moment, and uh, pray for our brother Alfonso. He's at the hospital with his dad. They had a successful surgery this morning. Um, a, a tumor was removed off of his lung, a cancerous tumor, and so now there's just some 
treatments that are, need to follow, but uh, he was praising the Lord this morning um, via text, and, and, and um, God is good. So he's, he's there now with him. Where's Donna? She was here this morning. I saw her. Okay. See, it's, that's what's happening. That's what's happening in their home today. We understand that. Sometimes, sometimes Sundays get interrupted with life, huh? Yes, so Father God, we just lift up Donna and Alfonso to you and Trina. We just ask a blessing on them. In the name of Jesus, we ask that you even now, that you would speak to him, that you would, as he lays there in recovery, that you would right now by your spirit reveal yourself, open your goodness, your kindness, your love into his heart. In Jesus' name, we just thank you, Father. Thank you for Donna and Alfonso. We ask a blessing on them. You know, they've been a family that's been through more than what most families could ever and should ever go through, and yet you hold them. So we ask that you continue to hold them, continue to sustain them, and grow them and use them right where you've placed them. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Oh, yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm going to... Continuing on, and I, I know that there, we're gonna, I wanted to talk about who we are at the salt mine and what we do and... Just a simple question, are we actually salt and light in this community of Lincoln? I mean, it's just a, a simple question to think about and ponder. And, and, and the end result, if you'll stay with us today as you've been discovering, as we're highlighting different aspects of our ministry and what we all do here and how many people do different things that are involved in different things in different areas, The answer is yes. There's an obvious resounding yes that we are salt and light in the community of Lincoln. Amen? Amen. And I love it and I I feel like there's more to come, more to be established, more to, to actually be developed as salt and light in this community as the salt mine, um, as a body of believers, a group of followers of Jesus. That's who we are, um. You could say we are the church, we are a church, we are the body of Christ, we are the bride of Christ, we are the salt of this community, we are the light of this community. So I, I, I'm going to talk about that in, in one, of, one of our aspects, one of our, our uh, if you will, um, kind of like if you were to take a bunch of fingers of, of a, a, almost like an arm of an octopus and the extensions as they... As they kind of wander around in different parts and different people's lives in this community in the, in Lincoln uh, you know we 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 latch on to those that need help we latch on to they latch on to us and 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 one of the things we do is we get involved in people's lives and I love it I love that's who we are what we do um <clears throat> some people bothers them like and and I, and I get it I get it I really do I understand it why a lot of Good Christians don't really buy into this whole small church, like people getting involved and getting into my nitty gritty business. And it's like I'd rather go to a big church where I could come and go as I please. And nobody really knows if I come and go as I please. And I get that. I mean, how many times do you just want to just come and go as you please and where nobody knows? Anybody? You, you really like it like this. Okay, good, good. I, I'm just saying, I'm, I'm asking, I'm really asking. I, if, if you'd like us to not notice you, we could work on that. <laughs> no? Um, 
but we notice you. We notice when you're not here. We notice that whole set of family that's not here. We notice that family that's not here. We notice that um, because we care, right? I mean, I, I, know, I know I do. I know you do, and, right? I mean, that's, that's who we are. Um, so it's who we are, what we do. Uh, and one of our... One of our arms is our thrift shop and so we're going to talk about that but i'm going to i'm going to use some uh passages of scripture to just kind of i feel like there's so much kind of like even oh man he's even as i speak on like the presence of god or i try to share i really feel like i can only like scratch the surface and it's and and as even as i feel like that this morning i feel like we can only like scratch the surface and and if you want to find out more, if you want to dig in and get deeper into not only God's purpose and God's word, but even the ministry that God's placed us, it's, it's easy to access because we are available. We are here. We're, we're open. We're, we're into each other's business. We're free to share. I, I, um, I will tell you this week is, was one of these weeks, I, and, and maybe I just I noticed it really, really quick in the beginning of of the week and i and i thought and it was um almost i had to laugh it was almost comical because last week i spoke a message on us being available to serve and as we've served in in our as in our service um taking the the uh the the illustration that jesus uses the parable that he uses to teach a lesson in when, when they asked him, when the disciples came and asked him, Lord, increase our faith. And he tells them the story about a servant who's out in the field sowing and out, out doing the work. And when he comes into the home of the master's home, he doesn't come in and say, ah, oh, now I'm done. I'd kick up his feet. The master says, now, he says something and I, 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 maybe I just had never identified with it so clearly and so precisely, personally in my life is the master tells him, no, now go change your clothes and serve me some more. Serve me the rest of your day. And I thought, and I thought, wow, that's like, it's almost rude. It's almost like, really? It's like you've done all this and now that's what you say is, you know, the master doesn't thank him. He just says, no, go serve me some more. But he says something that I, I didn't identify so clearly as I have this week. Go get dressed. Change your clothes and serve me this way. And, and it was almost as though, and, and I, I share this, I share this with you guys because I, I, I just want you to know that, and I want to share a little bit about what I do at the thrift shop. And um, <laughs> as I, my phone rang a lot in one day, as it usually does, but it seemed to ring a lot with specific needs that needed to be met right now today and and i uh at first i started getting frustrated i almost started whining like complaining and and i really did i almost started to like gosh really the nerve of these people and it's like i don't they i mean and i started making up these scenarios in my head it's like what do they think i'm just sitting around and waiting on my phone to get in my truck and go serve them 
And the Lord like laughed at me and said, well, get dressed. Get dressed, change your clothes, and go serve. And I'm like, that's really funny, God. He said, no, I'm serious. Change your clothes and go serve. And I'm like, oh, yes. And my attitude shifted because my mentality shifted because of what the Word of God imprinted in my heart, in my spirit, to say, this is what you're called to do. And not just because it's your title and what your job is. It's because you're my follower. You're my servant. And get dressed, change your hat, change your shirt, whatever it is got to change, and go serve. I'm like, yes. And i got to tell you, when you do it that way, when you do it with the Lord's loving prompt, <laughs> it's really good. It's right, it's pure, it's holy, it's wholesome, it's effective, and it's correct. And it does something inside, not just inside of you, but it does something in the community. It does something as salt and light when you do it that way. I loved, and part of me was laughing a lot because it's like it just didn't stop all week. And I was, and it wasn't that people are demanding it just was the scenarios that needed to take place it was just that's that's what it was okay so so it's not it isn't it wasn't at all a complaint it just was this is what was ahead of me like okay this is really good i love that i don't know if you guys can identify with it but i i encourage you be willing be willing to serve and watch god put stuff in front of you and he'll just simply say, just, just change your clothes. Get, uh, and I, I, what does that mean? Change your clothes. Anybody understand what I'm saying in that? What's that? Okay. Okay. Change your mindset. Get ready. You guys are re- you're getting there. Okay. Put on. <laughs> Put on your big boy pants. Um, how I would say it is, is put on the correct hat. Um, that's how I kind of, it's like, I, I kind of joke and say, oh yeah, I have many hats. It's like, well, put on the right hat for the moment and do what, in other words, don't, don't use, um, something as simple as external, um, I'm going to say, uh, uh, how do I say it? But if you could say it is, I know it seems simple as clothing, to keep you and stop you from going forward and doing what you should be doing at the moment. In other words, getting dressed ready to serve is putting on the right clothes for the moment to serve. It's simple, but it's, it's simply don't use, I'm not dressed correctly as an excuse not to serve. And that may be like, well, well that doesn't make any sense. Well, be careful because how many of us can say, all of us can say and probably have said, well, that's just not my thing. Make it your thing. Make sure that your thing is God's thing. Okay? You know, you guys know that's a thing of mine that I like to talk about and like to hit people with, is make sure that when you, when the, the words that come out of your mouth is, well, yeah, my thing, make sure that my thing is his thing before you start getting on a, a soapbox to say, well, here's my thing. You ever hear somebody say that? Yeah, we all say it, right? Hello? You guys with me? 
Is that your thing? Okay. I'll just make sure that you're if you're not dressed correctly to serve, <laughs> just change your clothes. <laughs> it, 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 and believe me, I was convicted all week because it, it was like, this is, let's just, just do something simple. And sometimes, I, I, I'll be honest, I, I didn't do it right. I didn't do it all the way right. I, I, There's a, a couple points where I had a bad attitude. I, 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 I really did. I, I know it's hard to believe that I had a bad attitude a couple of times. Ask my wife. She'll say, yeah, you did, like three or four times. All right? Anyway, let's, uh, let's get into the message. I, I really do. There's a small message, short message, and I'm going to have some people share, because I think it's really awesome to, to just what we do at the salt mine. One of the things we do as one of our fingers or our arms into the community. It's more than a finger. It's more like an arm. I would even refer to it as <clears throat> in our thrift shop. In Matthew chapter 5, I'm going to start in verse 2. This is a New Living Translation. And this is what, is what we refer to as the Sermon on the Mount. And this is what we refer to as the Beatitudes section of the Sermon on the Mount. And in these Beatitudes, Jesus speaking... But the reason I need to share what he's speaking here in these Beatitudes is because afterwards, right afterwards, he says something and he gets into us, into our business. And he says, and he opened up his mouth, and I love that, and he taught them. He opened up his mouth and he taught them. Um, actually, that's not in the Living Translation. It says he just be, began to teach them. But the ESV and the New King James says he opened up his mouth and taught them. There was an obedience on Jesus' part to open up his mouth and speak. He says, God blesses those who are poor and realize their need for Him. For the kingdom of heaven is theirs. God blesses those who mourn, for they will be comforted. God blesses those who are humble, for they will inherit the whole earth. God blesses those who hunger and thirst for justice, for they will be satisfied. God blesses those who are merciful, for they will be shown mercy. God blesses those whose hearts are pure, for they will see God. God blesses those who work for peace, for they will be called the children of God. God blesses those who are persecuted for doing right, for the kingdom of heaven is theirs. God blesses you when people mock you and persecute you and lie about you and say all sorts of evil things against you because you are my followers. And then Jesus says, Rejoice in that day. Rejoice in that day. Listen. I love how the Bible refers to that day. Today. He says, rejoice in that day. Rejoice today in being blessed. Look at what he says are my statutes, my requirements for being blessed, and rejoice in that day. Not the next day. Let's not wait till tomorrow for all the all of the situations to get worked out, all my bills to get paid, and my wife to get her 
her act together, my husband to finally commit his life to the Lord, my children to finally get all things going in the right direction, and for them to start obeying me. Let's rejoice in today, this day. Paul says it lots of times. Today is the day of salvation. Let's rejoice in this day. I love this. Rejoice in that day. And then in Luke, he actually says this. Rejoice in that day and leap for joy. Actually make it evident. Make it known that you are blessed. And there's joy inside of you. For behold, your reward is great in heaven. We got into a conversation Saturday morning at men's uh, prayer Somebody had asked about the difference between joy and happiness. And they said, well, yeah, there's a difference. There's a distinction um, simply. But I, I will say this, and it's just I kind of I kind of assessed it this way. It's a simple way is people that are, are full of the joy of the Lord will be happy, are happy. There's happiness that's evident in their lives because the joy of the Lord is within them. And it's in, in the, to break it down, it's the Lord's joy. He said that the joy of the Lord is our strength. Remember that we seem to emphasize the joy, but he's, really the emphasis is of the Lord. It's the joy, that's the Lord's joy that we get to be, take partake in, and that's where our strength is, is in the Lord's joy for us and in us. And through us. And that's where our strength is. And it should be evident to where we are happy. Now, not, not all happy people are full of joy, right? Everything's just working out that day. And they're happy about it. Tomorrow, they're a miserable wretch because, you know, they got a bill that they can't afford. But joy goes all the way in and it bubbles up out, right? It's a, it's a bubbling over. It's an overflowing and it should be evident to where we actually leap for joy. Leap for joy. Leap. Come on. Anybody? Oh, no. Let's not do that. Yeah. He's like, oh, don't. <laughs> we'll be, that, the ambulance will be on its way. <laughs> for behold, your reward is great. So let, let's just ask this. Do you think it's random that the next thing out of Jesus' mouth after referring to the Beatitudes, the blessedness, the happiness, and one of the translations will say happy, use the word happy in place of blessed. Do you think it's a random thing that Jesus, the very next thing he talks about is you being salt and light? The very next thing is he refers to. That he, it's almost like we, you know, we take portions of Scripture because we have chapters and verses and we, we make distinctions like stops and goes, well, this is this section, this is that section. Well, but it's one flowing conversation that Jesus is having. Said, so here's all the blessedness, here's all the beatitudes, here's all, here's, the, here's all that I say you do to be happy, to be blessed. And then he goes on and he says, you are the salt of the earth. You are the light of the world. It's not random at all that he, used, that he follows that up with being salt and light. Because here's what I believe he's referring to. Is that the taste of life that people are longing for is to see, to find something, to find somebody that is happy, that is blessed in the midst of the pain of this life. People are looking for clarity in the midst of confusion in this life 
people are looking for freedom in the midst of the curse of this life. The lost and dying are looking for someone who has a purpose, someone who has life, someone who has what they don't even realize and recognize that they need. That's that blessedness that he's talking about. In other words, it's not just about us. It's not about what we get. It's what we can give to others, what we can share with others. That's the blessed life, is sharing it with others, caring for others, recognizing that I can't do this on my own so much so that I need God's complete covering of help all of His grace, all of His mercy, I need it every day. Not only do I need it for me, I need it to share it. And that's what the world is searching for. People that are just like them. That when their world is falling apart, when their world is collapsing in and it seems like their soul is giving way, they're looking for somebody, someone, a group of people even, that stands firm, that's, that is solid in their joy, that that's, doesn't move, that's so salty and so bright that it looks like God. That's what people are looking for. Hello? That's what we're looking for. That's what the lost and the dying are looking for. That's what salt and light means. Is, it's dying people that need help. It's confused people that need direction. And, and we as the church, as the body of Christ, are that. You are the salt and the light of the world. Don't let anybody lie to you and, and tell you something different. You are the salt of the earth. You are the light of the world. That's what Jesus said. Um, in fact, and then in, in 516, verse uh, uh, Matthew says, in the same way, talking about salt and light, that salt that gives is an antibiotic against decay. Salt that loses its saltiness is good for nothing, so be salty. And light that doesn't shine is really good for nothing, so be light. And then he uses this word, I like how he says it, in the same way. In the same way. Just as salt and light are good for the world, In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to God your Father who is in heaven. Amen. In Colossians chapter 3, this is one of, of, (laughs) I almost said one of my favorite verses, but it's a verse in the Bible, it's a passage of Scripture that spoke really clear and very uh, um, direct to, to... My life in the world, living in the world, working in the world as an individual day to day. Don't you love Sunday morning? I like, I like Sunday morning church. I know most of you do. Everybody that here does. There's some that obviously don't because they are off doing other stuff, but that's okay. But you, you and I both know, we all know that, that Christianity and my walk with God isn't just about Sunday morning, Right? Right? There's more to our lives. There's more to our walk than just Sunday morning. We love Sunday morning, but there's more to it. And, and I like these places that Paul like gets into like, okay, here's what Sunday morning can look like. 
but here's what the rest of your week should look like. It says this in Colossians 3, 23 and 24. It says, Whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the inheritance as your reward. For you are serving the Lord Christ. Amen? Hallelujah. You see, we are what the world needs. We are what the taste buds of their soul is longing for, even if they don't know it. We are the light in the darkness. We give clarity. I like this, and I felt like the Lord showed me this, is we as salt and light give clarity and color to the blurry and the gray. There's a lot of blurry, gray perspectives, worldviews in this world today that can have an appearance of being all-inclusive and saying, well, we are who we are. Let's accept the way that we are the way that we are and love each other just the way that we are without any, any sort of... Um, stipulation or requirement to be any other way than the way that you are the way that you identify as that's really confusing that's really blurry and it's really gray because i get to make it up as i go along how i and feel today is how i am and that's really confusing and see the world is actually looking for solid clear concise color that identifies with truth so let's not conform to that pattern of thinking of the way that we operate in a world. And that's not being super staunch religious. That's not what it's referring to. That it's being solid in who we are in Christ. Hello? Because that's what the world's looking for. Really is looking for clear, concise direction. He's looking for it, searching for it. And if we don't present it, they're just going to keep looking other places. And we are it. Hello? I don't know how many friend groups that Robin and I have, but we have many friend groups that a, a lot of the folks in them are lost and dying. And we lovingly, prayerfully become who we are. We stay who we are in those friend groups. We don't transform or conform into something other than what, who we actually are. And, and I'll be straight up and honest with you. Can I be honest with you? Sometimes, I got to tell you, I'd like to just go and be something else. I, I'm being honest. I, I, this, and I'd like to just like, yeah, do I have to always be the pastor, the Christian, the, the guy that's... But you know what? When I get into those groups, <laughs> I can't not be who I am. I can't not be that. And, and yeah, they come to me and it's like, I'm just here to relax and watch a football game, dude. And all they want to do is talk about God and talk about stuff that's going on in their lives. And I'm like, this is who I am. And that's A-OK and I love it. Please believe me when I say that because the, the Lord actually says this is who you are. You are the salt and the light in these people's lives. We just want to watch a football game. And he says, 
get dressed and serve this way. Like, ah, oh, okay. One of the things that we do, and I, I shared about it, and I, I'd like to, because um, I love what we do, you know, so much of what we are is at the salt mine is a, a ministry that has arms in the community. A, literally a, a charity that's doing effective work in this community that government agencies recognize and even identify us as people, a people group that actually is effectively not just helping people, but effectively even, even helping people help people. I know that sounds crazy, but it's exactly what it is. It's really fun to be a part of. Um, Placer County Court System, we get people that get assigned to us to do community service on a regular basis. On a regular basis. Some of the people that have come through and gotten saved and their lives completely transformed have been placed here by the courts to serve here by the courts that we get to love on and minister to and even help them as they help us do work. Right, Brittany? It's kind of fun, huh? I, Brittany, would you come up here and share for a minute or two, please? And I'm going to have Brittany and then Leslie and probably Linda and uh, uh, Blake and Stephen aren't. Where's Stephen at? Okay, he's in the room. I asked Peggy to share today and she decided she was not going to come. Um, but I'd like Brittany to share a little bit about who, what she does at the salt mine, what she does at the thrift shop, and then how you see it as, as a good work, if impacting those in the community. Okay. Everybody knows Brittany, right? Yes, of course, this small group. Yeah. Yes. Um, can you hear me? Okay, so um, I didn't know exactly what to say when I got up here, and I get really nervous. <laughs> you could hear my heart's really loud <laughs> i can hear it in my head it's just like a bunch of family members look at it. it's like practically all family <laughs> i know well i felt like i needed to one tell what i do but also give a little bit of a backstory of how i started here cool uh I, it's I kind like of that. funny Thank how you. he's talking about community service because i first started coming here when my mom made me come not my choice i she made us. We didn't want to come. We didn't want to be a part of this. I didn't want to get to know anybody. I didn't want to be here. <laughs> and uh, there was a lot of things going on in my life. I was getting involved in some not-so-great things and ended up getting in trouble. And, uh, again, not my choice, having to come here a little bit court-ordered. And working down at the thrift stores was my first experience working at the salt mine. And... Um, There was something about it. After I finished serving my time, I wanted to come back, and I wanted to be a part of it, so I I came here. One of the people that, it touches me every time, but one of the people that stepped out and got to know me for me, he reminds me all the time, not because he wanted to, because the (laughs) Lord told him to, was my father-in-law, Joe, and he stepped out of faith, and the Lord told him to love on me, and show me that I was seen and that I was somebody and showed me who the Lord was through him. 
I then started volunteering here in the food closet, and I loved it a lot. It was my safe place. I really liked when mm. Suzanne talked because people come here, and she says it's their safe place, and it was my safe place. So I came here to feel love. I came here to – it was secure. Nothing changed. It was always the same. And I came around more and more and um, started getting to know everybody kind of actually married into the family, but, um, (laughs) kind of actually, yes, (laughs) (laughs) actually, but, um, it was neat because I now work at the thrift stores and I absolutely love it. And I get to work side by side with my mother-in-law, Leslie, and the people that come in, I now get to be one of those safe people Amen. and they pray we, we get to pray with them. We minister to them day after day. And I have my moments, my explosions, and I don't, I get overwhelmed with everything that's going on down there. And the Lord reminds me of my purpose being there. And it's sometimes it's wiping down shelves or taking in donations, which is what I do down at the salt mine is I take in donations and I work on the floor to keep things running smooth and Really, just wherever I'm needed, I'm, I'm there. And sometimes that's all the Lord has me do. And sometimes the Lord has me come in and minister. And it's the most amazing thing. And it makes all the stresses in the world worth waking up for because I get to be that safe place for a lot of people. Amen. And uh, even if it means making coffee for Kevin or heating up a sandwich or whatever it may be or you know, saving a few jackets behind secretly to give out to, you know, anybody. <laughs> and um, it's just, that is what I do. And I'm, I am so, so, so honored that the Lord has helped me grow and has given me this opportunity and this platform, as Linda says, is to be able to be that person and to be able to work for the Lord and unto the Lord in whatever I do. And for now, that's at the thrift stores and whoever the Lord brings in. And that's what I do. <laughs> it's really awesome. Thank you, Brittany. She's really such a blessing. I, I, you know, there's so many different people that are a, a blessing of, to this ministry because of, not just because of their hard work, because of just who they are. And that's Brittany. It's just because of who she is, is somebody that loves to do what she does, and it's really evident. Yeah, she handles all the community service workers, which is really kind of funny to watch because she's, she has an appearance of this dainty, sweet little girl. But boy, if you were to back her in a corner, I would hate to see how she's going to get out because I guarantee she's going to take <clears throat> do some damage. But it's, it's, uh, she's... It's so much so that I, I, as the overseer of it all, I so completely trust everything and every move that she makes in that area. And it's really awesome because it's needed to have somebody that you could just trust to say, go talk to Brittany. Go talk to Brittany. And I know that she's going to always handle it as the Lord directs her to handle people. And it's so amazing. It's fun to be a part of that. And I see it as intentionally effective in 
reaching souls and lives and peoples, getting into their, she's always sharing with me about somebody that she was able to pray with and somebody that she was sharing the Lord with. And sometimes it goes great and sometimes it doesn't, but she's never afraid, never, never backs down from who she is in the Lord. And it's really fun to watch. Amen. Thank you. Uh, Billy, you were going to... Mm-hmm. You use, use, use your words, yes. Yeah. Such an of a yeah. <clears throat> Amen. Amen. And and that's and and that's that's why when I and then Leslie, if you'll come up because I know that's to me is what salt and light is is what Leslie and Brittany do daily at our thrift shop, and I I hope you can. That's right. <laughs> Amen. We're really goofy. Well, no, it's because you're you. Yeah. You got to use this, though. I do. Okay. And I had to write it down because I'll Oh, go, that's awesome. I'll go off topic. Aren't you proud of that's me? That's okay. You can go off topic for a minute or five if you need yeah. to. Yeah, well, I'm going to try to go as fast as I can. Oh, don't, don't hurry. Okay. So, um, this took me a minute to write this. And by a minute, I say, like, two or Two or five weeks. Because <laughs> at first when Eric asked me, I'm like... Wait, what? No. I thought, I don't have to explain myself to anybody. I don't care what they think. <laughs> I don't. And I have people ask... I wasn't going to say this, but I'm going to. I have people ask me, what do you do, stand there all day? <laughs> That's our... Hey, people accuse me of just driving around all day. So you do that's drive okay. around all day. Yeah. I, I know. So, and, and, and she stands and, and I, I drive. Stand. So it's like, yeah, I they're not to this wrong. Leg, but... I move to this leg. I don't sit down. <laughs> Maybe to go into the potty for a minute. But anyways, um, that's okay. I mean, I, it doesn't, I don't, and that's what the Lord was like, um, that's not what Eric's asking, Leslie. And I'm like, I know that. I know that. Amen. But what am I supposed to say to explain what God made me to be? Yes. Yes, and Billy, thank you for my beautiful card. You're such a good, dear friend. I love you very much. Thank you. Um, why and what I do with the ministry. I'm... I'm very proud. I am Leslie Sorber, the youngest daughter of Glenn and Linda Vance. The two people that God asked to bring this ministry to Lincoln, California... Thank you for being obedient. I'd like to read a scripture. Isaiah 61. Is that okay if I read no, the scripture? Of course. <laughs> the calling God gave to Glenn and Linda when they accepted their journey with God, called the salt mine. The good news of salvation, the spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach the good tidings to the poor. I'm shaking so bad. I don't even know how to fix that. Do you know how to fix that? Yeah, help me. Thanks. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prisons to those who are bound, to proclaim the acceptance, the acceptable year of our Lord and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all those who mourn, to console those who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they may be called trees of righteousness. Mm. Hey, Amen. that is us, mm-hmm. okay? Oaks. 
Yeah, for real. Mm -hmm. The planting of the Lord that he may be glorified, and they shall rebuild the old ruins. I'm an old ruin that's been (laughs) rebuilt. Thank you, Jesus. Mm -hmm. They shall raise up the former desolations, and they shall repair the ruined cities. The desolations of many generations. Amen. I believe we do that daily. Mm-hmm. Strangers shall stand and feed your flocks, and the sons of the foreigners shall be your plowmen and your vine dressers. But you shall be named the priests of the Lord. They shall call you the servants of our God. You shall eat the riches of the Gentiles, and in their glory you shall boast. Instead of your shame, you shall have double honor. And instead of confusion, they shall rejoice in their portion. Therefore, in the land, they shall possess double. Everlasting joy shall be theirs forever. For I, the Lord, love justice. I hate robbery for burnt offering. I will direct their work in truth, and I will make with them an everlasting covenant. Their descendants shall be known among the Gentiles, and their offspring among the people. All who see them shall acknowledge them, that they are the prosperity whom the Lord has blessed. I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My soul shall be joyful in my God, for he has clothed me with the garments of salvation. He has covered me with the robe of righteousness. As his bridegroom decks himself with ornaments, and as his bride adorns herself with her jewels, for as the earth brings forth its bud, as the garden causes things that are sown into it go spring forth, so the Lord God will cause righteousness and praise and spring forth before all the nations. Amen. Amen. We are all a part of that, people. Mm. Anyone involved in this? And I know you guys all agree with me. Now I'm runny-nosed. Eyeballs are dripping. My eyelashes are going to end up on my chin. Okay. It's all good. Okay, so... I read the scripture. Eric's questions. What do I do at the salt mine? (laughs) On paper, my job is to, I think, I mean, I kind of guess I made up my own job, whatever. Uh, (laughs) Sort donations and manager my side of the salt mine clearance warehouse. What does that mean? Sorting and pricing of items. Take the items that have been donated and decide if it goes to mom's side, my side, or Steven's side. When an item needs attention, which every item needs attention, I take extra steps to make them more pleasing and desirable for our customers. What that means is I need to check online for pricing to make sure I price them fairly. I test, check, check the function, clean every item that goes through my hands. Okay, I have a little bit of a problem. Anyone that's worked with me, oh, Riley's saying no, not really. Anyone that's worked with me will know I'm a little bit OCD. And I am very much like my dad and didn't realize it. With that being said, all cords must be wrapped, zip-tied. The zip-tie has to be clipped correctly. All games must be checked and pieced, counted, bagged, sealed. Shoes and socks must be attached as pairs. Every item must be bagged, priced, sealed, boxed, taped, checked, cleaned, paired. And the list goes on and on and on as I'm standing there all day long. Anyways, okay, so then it's after that, then it's ready to be put on the floor. Okay. So, not even one item gets put on the floor without any of us. And I'm talking Stephen, Eric, Blake, uh, Britt, Luke, if he's there, David, if he's there. I mean, whoever will help. Yeah, we're like, hey, yeah. you, go. <clears throat> Thanks. Yeah. Um, they, it all gets some kind of attention. I do these things to honor Jesus. Mm-hmm. I do the extra because I believe that's what God wants me to do as I work unto him. Managing. 
uh, I manage the store. I don't, I'm not a good leader. I mean, I guess kind of, sort of, but not really. So with that, I prayed, and Krista, Krista fulfilled that need to begin with. My job was originally supposed to handle the community service workers. I quickly threw that off on someone as quick as I could because I don't want to be bothered, and that's all <laughs> they do is ask tons of questions. So, <laughs> Britt. Um, I prayed for a helper that is trustworthy, honorable, hardworking, loving, compassionate, and above all, wants to serve Jesus. And God provided me with that person, which is Brittany. I'm able to entrust her. And this was before she was my daughter-in-law. So um, I'm able to entrust her with her duties of being the floor manager. She completes the tasks that I'm unable to do. I used to be like Brittany. Do you remember that? (laughs) Yes. I'd lift. I'd sprint, run, go, unload, do all that kind of stuff. Now it's like I'm kind of scared to go up on the ladder. There was a day we had it all here. Yeah. pile in here and get sorted here and go over there and that was I don't know what we were thinking when we did that but that we didn't have the building yet well we had part of it yeah starting we had, of it <clears throat> yeah yeah <clears throat> so together Britt and I make a very uh, well-oiled machine question number two mm-hmm. how do I see my job making an impact in the Lincoln in Lincoln for the kingdom of God and I wrote to be honest I'm not sure my job does impact anything in Lincoln for the kingdom of God But I have the freedom to share Christ, and I will also have a willing heart to stop what I'm doing to be there for someone in need. This is a huge impact for the kingdom of God. If God says be a shoulder to cry on, an ear to listen, a person to pray with, a word from the Lord, a word of encouragement, a blessing to those who have no one, a meal to those that need to be fed, clothing for the unclothed, and even just saying a simple hello can change a person's life. I can't wait to get to heaven to see the lives of all the people that as a whole we've touched. Amen. My <laughs> gifting is people, to care for them, to have compassion for them, to love them. I am handpicked. That's what the Lord's told me from, from this whole thing. I've been handpicked. I've been created for my position. I have been placed by God himself right where he wants me to be because he knows that I will do what he asks me to do. Thank you, Lord, for my job and the ability to serve you right where I am. Uh, real fast, I wanted to show you. We always joke around, any of us, and I know you guys are going to know when I say this. Oh, it came in. It yeah. came in. It came in. <laughs> God, is, God is so cool. I, I mean, I know you guys know that, but I, him and I, I, the way I relate to him, he's great. He's hilarious <laughs> with me. And he'll, lately, he's been like these pictures. I come up, and there's a picture there. This picture came in, and this is, I haven't hung it on the wall there at work yet. Want me to hold it for you? No. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I appreciate that. Well, I was going to hold it up, and you could, hey, you're good. I'm going to read it first. Okay. I love this because this is exactly what we have to do, or what we need to do, or what God's asked me to do. Live in such a way that those who know you but don't know God will come to know God because they know you. Amen. I love it. Amen. And I know it's kind of, I don't know who made it. I would thank the gal. I don't think it's finished because I can see some other stuff on it. But I think it's the best thing ever. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> it is. So that's, that's what I'm supposed to do. Do I fail at it? I'm sure, yeah, constantly. And I go kicking and screaming. But I try to be there for those that need us. Amen. And that's so awesome. I love everything you just shared. That's so perfect. Thank you, Leslie. Thank you. <clears throat> It's, it's evident and so obvious that as a, I don't want to hold that, um, 
I'll let him get by. As a ministry that is far-reaching with different arms in this community, from here at the food closet to over there at the thrift shop, it's, there's, there's effective work in, that's impacting lives, and I love that. You know, and I love that that's what it's, every single person that's shared is, is almost said this one thing in common, has had this one thing, and, it, and I, I don't know if you noticed it or not, but it's actually somewhat scriptural is you said i i don't really know what i do or i don't see it how it making it remember when jesus at one point he's teaches us a parable and he says i'm going to separate the sheep and the goats do you remember what the sheep and the goats what their issue was does anybody recall Exactly. The goat said, well, if we would have seen it was you, we would have helped you. The sheep said, we never even saw it was you that we were helping. And it's, isn't it interesting that that's woven in everything we do? We don't look for these grandiose moments to say, to be noticed and recognized for doing something grandiose in the kingdom. We get involved in people's lives right where they're at, from here to there to out there to everywhere. And I love that's who we are because that's we, what we do is who we are and who we are is what we do. And that's so awesome. And Leslie nailed it. It's like God has appointed, God has handpicked people to be doing what they, God has called them to do. And I love that. There's so much more that I see God wanting to do in us. That's why we are more than a church, more than a charity, more than just a club or a people group. We are the followers of Jesus with the arms of Jesus in a community that needs Jesus. Amen? Amen. And Oh, that's, that was really good. I don't know. Linda, can you come up and share for a minute? I'll get... Well, okay. I, I just would like Linda to share because this is kind of her baby, if you will. I know she would say that, but I, uh, we would say that. Yeah, but I would say that. Yeah, the thrift shop is something that God put in her heart so many years ago to put into place, and, and it's really been fun to watch. Um, a lot of work, but if anybody can, can identify with a lot of work that says, I'm just going to just get dressed and serve it's this woman here she puts all of us to shame as far as okay, how much now, Eric, she works okay now you uh, you kind of get discouraged about maybe I'll miss a football game or something oh wait <laughs> wait till you get my age and it's like the back starts hurting and it's like <laughs> Satan, you're not going to keep me down i'm going to i'm going to go with a bad back or whatever it is and Amen. i know uh, yeah and uh, the older you get, you kind of have to do that. <laughs> no, Leslie pretty well covered uh, what we do down there at the thrift shop. And, of course, uh, the store where I'm at. I, this whole thing has been a blessing from the Lord because it's a gift from the Lord. And I take it, and I use it, and I love it. And I, I wouldn't trade it for anything. And I've gone through some rough times, and we're going through a rough time right now with Glenn. But we're going to keep at it. 
and uh, serve the Lord. We, we talked in class about redeeming our time. God's word says redeem the time. It's important that we redeem the time and serve him where he puts you. If it's, mm. if it's even mopping a floor or whatever it is, you do it all to the Lord because it's, it is a, a gift from the Lord that he's put us, all of us, a place to serve. Can you believe that? I, I want to be around people and thank you, Lord, that he's given us a place down there, here, we can do that, and we've got the freedom to do that, and I just praise him for that. And uh, if you say, well, I don't know what I could do, God's word says redeem the time. You get out there, and if it's to call somebody, to serve somebody, soup. <laughs> I love it when Kathy fixes soup. You know, things are pretty, yeah, that's a blessing. I can't explain how much. And I was sharing with Ralph this morning on how we, how we affect the community, I was telling him, I said, that was a blessing. You, you guys cut a hole through that wall there down at the store. If you get a chance, come down and see it. We can go from one side of, of the warehouse to the other, and it's so nice. Ralph said, well, I didn't really do a whole lot. Of course, Mike Skelton helped on that. But he's involved his neighbor. Community help. Just Amen. <laughs> And people want to do that. When people bring their, their stuff down there, they tell me all the time, I want to help. They help by bringing their items. And God's given us a way to take an item, and, and just like what Leslie shared, and serve people with it. And a man the other day, he said, oh, I'd love to come down here. Do you notice I'm down here almost every day? And I said, <laughs> yeah, I know. He said, I spend a lot of money down here. And uh, I said, well, you know... This was God's idea. The whole thing was God's idea. And I just obeyed him because I wanted to, I wanted more than anything. I used to sit like where you kids were sitting. If somebody, if a missionary would come and speak at our church, if a youth pastor or anybody would speak and I'd go, Lord, I, I, I'm available. You just used me. I'm available. I mean, <laughs> guys, I would have went to Africa if they'd have sent me. God would have sent me, but no, he sent me to Lincoln. <laughs> Lincoln, California. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. When I was when 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 I was in <laughs> Oklahoma City, I thought, Lord, I knew it wasn't finished. I knew the work wasn't finished, but I served right where he had me. I we did all kinds of things there to serve our community, to share Christ with people and to win Christ. The it's, it's just there, and it's never going to leave, and I praise the Lord that I've got that because it's, it's, it's me. He's used me. It's like Leslie said, I'm made for this. I'm made for this. Mm. God made me for this. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And great? I got some that are younger that are carrying on. Amen. They're made and for we this. have more that yes, are carrying on. Yes, we've got on. more. Yes. yes. More. <laughs> more. More kids. Thank you, Mom. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you uh, for what you guys all do. <clears throat> oh, I was going to say. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> here, please. Yeah, because we want to hear. Everybody okay. wants to hear. This is, I forgot to tell you this. There was a man down at the store uh, probably about a week ago. That one that I said he shops all the time there. And when I told him that the Lord did this, you know what he said to me? Do you know what he said to me? Thank you for obeying. He doesn't know the Lord. 
He doesn't know the Lord at all, but he said, thank you for listening and obeying. Did you hear that? You young kids, <laughs> you listen and you obey what the Lord tells you to do. And I, I, I stood there and... Yes. Yes. And I'm going, Lord, <laughs> but I'm going to tell you something. This did not come easy. There was prison involved. Now there's illness involved. There was all kinds of things that happened, and I thought I cannot go any further. I cannot do it. But because of the ter determination and that in my heart that the Lord, you just do it. You do it in spite of all of it. You just tell Satan to go fly a kite. <laughs> you know, really, I'm serious. Because you're going to get all kinds of... God did not want this place in. I mean, Satan did not want this place in, and no. God did. So he, but he needed, he needed cooperation. So praise the Lord. He sent some workers, Amen. all of you that all are part of, of this. Yes. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Yes. <laughs> oh, what a, what a treat. And, you know, I, I'm going to share next week about just us as a church kind of in this is going to go on for a little while just because I, I feel like there's many in our organization, our body that are different members, different parts that are, and this isn't a, and I think I've said it a couple times, a, um, as I'm sharing this and, and really doing this for us together as a body, the purpose isn't to, honestly, it's not to um, identify, thank or even honor individuals, other, but that will automatically happen. It's to give honor and thanks and glory to God who uses us as individuals as a bigger part of a bigger body doing effective work. And so that, amen, if we were just, if we all would say, well, if I'm not an ear, why should I do that? Because I, I want to be like that or I don't want to be like that. In other words, we, we get who we are and what we do for the most part. Or at least we're, we're working at getting who we are and what we do constantly. And, and I think that's, that's effective ministry. It's different body members doing different body part functions. That's what we're called to do. I love... That's a good point. That's a really good point. And, and that's why there's so much more... Um, I, I don't, like I said, I feel like I'm scratching surfaces and that's about it. So, but I'd like to develop this more so that we, we really encourage each other, inspire each other to, to be who God's called us to be because God did handpick you. You're not a mistake. You're not here just like, well, I just kind of wandered in here. No, you didn't. You, you, you were selected to be here and be a part of this body. And uh, um, so we're, we're, yeah, 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 absolutely. Please. Yeah. The Lord has handpicked these kids to come, and not one of them. I know sometimes we say, okay, you guys, we need your help today, we need yeah. your help. But the start 
<laughs> they're watching you serve the Lord. And they're, yes, amen. So awesome. Oh. I was going to have you share next week. Okay. Man, all right. As all of you are sharing, I appreciate so very much all that God has done here. But I wanted to share something, bring it more personal to all of us. In 19, in the spring of 1985, when we began looking around Lincoln for a place that we could have for a youth center, uh, we came to Lincoln and and we had a raft of teenagers in our house. And and uh, when the numbers got in the 30s, we decided we needed a building, and we found this old building, dirty, ratty, rotten, and the meanest landlord in the world. That guy could put you in your place in a second, and you just you just wanted to. I wanted to hit him so bad, so so many times, and he he was so mean and so ornery. And over the years, as we've worked with our landlord, thank the Lord, all our landlords aren't like that, but. Uh, Mike was a character. It was a real challenge, but I began to share with him some of the prophecies in Scripture, and it caught his attention. And I shared in the last 10 years, I've shared almost everything that caught my attention. I would send copies to, to Mike and, and Ruth, and, and they would, Mike would talk to me on the phone about the Lord and the Lord's coming, and in that process, I can't tell you at the exact time that he made a commitment to the Lord, but Amen. Mike was saved. Yes. And a few weeks ago, Mike died. And today, Mike's with the Lord. Mm-hmm. And we can be thankful for that as a group. It's, it's, it, that, that's, what, that's what religion's all about. Amen. Thank, thank you, Eric. Well, <clears throat> thank you. And that, <clears throat> I really did want you to share more next week. So, yes, thank you. Yes. Oh, I, I, I know. I, I ran and hid. Are you kidding? Man, I would, I would like, I saw him driving into town. I'm like, I'm getting out of here. <laughs> Serious. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it, and then, you know, as Glenn brought him about to salvation, like he said, he didn't really know when and where, but it happened. I know it. Personally, because Mike and I talked about the Lord, Glenn and him talked about the Lord, and I was honored and privileged to officiate his memorial, his funeral, and I'm going to tell you, God was there. God was there throughout the whole place, the whole thing, and and his children now are, I believe, committed to the Lord, and we become really good friends. It's almost as though what God forged in a fiery nastiness God took and made a really authentic genuine relationship come out of that to where it's God glorifying and it's really amazing I I still am in contact with his wife Ruth on a regular basis she she we we 
talk about the Lord via email, and it's one of those relationships that is it's neat. It's fun to, fun to have, and it's really exciting to be a part of. Be a part of what God is doing, and that's just one... I know it seems small, but it's real, and it's the real stuff that God is using and doing and, and, and doing in us and through us. And I, I, I say it, I say it, please, you guys know this, and I don't need to say it a whole lot, but I'm going to say it again, is don't wait for some aha moment to serve the Lord. Get dressed, put some clothes on, and just be available. Isn't that really what able is all about? Being able is simply being available. You got to show up to be used. You just got to show up. Sometimes that's all you got to do. And I guarantee, right, Brittany? We'll put you to work. And it'll be a good work. And it'll be a God work. And it'll make a difference in people's lives. Hallelujah. Amen? Thank you, Jesus. Um, I'll share me about my doing my pickups because that's kind of a fun thing. I wanted to have some more time because I really see it. Some people ask me, why do you keep doing that? Why do you do this? I really get people that genuinely care about me and as, as a person and as a work that we do that question why I do what I do in regards to doing pickups. And I want to answer that question with a little more time because it's a God thing and a, it's not something that I, like Linda, am not willing to surrender until my body will not allow me to do it anymore. And that's just, God put that inside of me. And I want to share why. But um, let's worship the Lord again. And again, this is a, an awesome work that God has handpicked each of us to be a part of. I love each and every one of you. And I know that each and every one of you loves each other. And that's really what makes us tick. That's who we are. Love doesn't, isn't always pretty, but it's real. It's genuine. It's authentic. And it's who we are. Because it's God. God is in this. God is here. God is moving. God is working. We are God's workmanship created to do good works for the glory of God. Amen? Let's pray. Father, we just thank you. Thank you for your love for us, your calling on our lives, your purpose that you put inside of us. And we pray, we ask you, Father God, that people would see you, Jesus, in us as they're searching, as they're hungry as they're tired, as they're confused, may they see you, Jesus, in us and through us. We ask you to be glorified in us and through us. In all that we do, may we bring glory to you. In Jesus' name, hallelujah and amen. Amen.